Hey guys, welcome back to Honey in the Rock. This is episode 74. I'm Sophie, and today you guys are going to hear from a super special guest. Um, it's Maya Mae Huff. I am so excited for you guys to hear from her. Uh, she has so much wisdom to share, and she was genuinely so sweet and such a sunshine and so I really am so excited for y'all to hear from her um I say that like 12 times because I really am um you can follow her on Instagram she has a cute little faith-based um brand and then she's launching something new soon so you can follow her and just tag along with everything she does um but I'm sure you already know her but if you're new new here, um, you can follow Honey in the Rock on Instagram. It's Honey in the Dot Rock, um, like period rock. Um, and then a new podcast episode comes up every Tuesday um, at 7 a.m. on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and YouTube. Um, but I'm really excited for y'all to hear from her. We talk about a lot of different things. Bear with me, the audio um, isn't perfect, but it gets a little better as it goes on. Um, still haven't. Um, perfected the over the phone calls yet with audio but um, I hope you can hear it and um, because it is such a good episode so I hope you enjoy just I'm like I really am so excited so thank you and we'll just dive right in so yeah um my first question is tell my guest what is your testimony that's a big question um yes. I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a short I won't give you every single detail um, so that way we could have some more time to talk because we could sit down and talk for this about 17 hours and, you know, yes, yes. it's cool how, um, as you continue to walk on the road, like, we even just continue to change your testimony because you continue to walk and, you know, you go through certain things with them and, um, it's just like an ever-evolving, uh, process which is really sweet with the Lord. Um, but I would say how I first came to know God, I was, uh, so I've known the Lord pretty much my whole life. Like, I've always... I go down to like Wednesday night, um, like we went to Wednesday night church things, you know, to like hang out and um after school and then I would go to I we never really went to church on Sundays really as a family. Um and then whenever it went to but I always went on Wednesday nights in middle school and even like elementary school and it's kinda like when you're at that age, you're kinda just doing it because it's fun. You know, you're kinda just doing it because you wanna hang out with everyone and all the things and so um, but it was still great because I was, like, learning stuff and whatnot, but I wouldn't say at that point, like, I was, like, truly, like, following the Lord. And yeah. then um, I would say probably high school is whenever I really started, you know, I was, like, okay, like, this is you guys. Like, I kind of had an understanding of, like, he wanted, he wanted a relationship with me and whatnot, you know. Um, and so I kind of really started to, you know, try and follow him and try and pursue him. And I think I was, but I just was making so many mistakes in the process. I had, like, no one to talk to that was older than me whenever it came to like how to have a boyfriend how to date how to you know go to college and like not partake in the things that you don't want to partake in like right. how do you do that and I didn't have anyone really to talk to um and I was being discipled by a sweet lady but I just like was so scared to like talk about it too so I was like oh like that's just off limits you know like right if you're like you just don't talk about those things but like, right. you just don't talk about them and I was like well and now that I'm older, I realized, like, no, it's, like, good to ask questions so you can find the truth, you know, um, yes. in a world that can be so confusing to, like, know the truth. And so I really struggled a lot, um, I would say, like, in high school, and then I went to college, and I just, like, hit the rock bottom. Um, yes. I was just, I went to Florida State University, which is, like, a very um, wild school, and it's not, yeah. like, a super big Christian presence, and so... I just like really lost myself there. Like I knew when I was going to school 
that I wanted to follow the Lord there. Like I even went into the sorority that I went into because I felt like the Lord wanted me to be a light there. But then Mm -hmm. whenever I got there, there was just so much darkness and like just so much brokenness that I just honestly like didn't even know how to be a light in that situation. Um, And so I just did what everyone did around me. And my freshman and sophomore year was pretty difficult. Um, And I was dating a guy that I really wanted to follow the Lord and he didn't. And there was just like, you know, that friction and that and um just really difficult because I didn't know anyone who like wanted to live a life with the Lord right and so I, I during this time like I was like going to church and like I would serve but I just like never really met anyone that I was like I felt like I could talk to about mm-hmm. this kind of thing. right um and I was just like oh like they know this church side of me but they don't know like my college side or like my high school side so I was like I'm just gonna kind of kept like the very much so like one life here one life like I'm kind of like, half in half out um, and in my sophomore year, uh, I just basically hit rock bottom, long story short, and I uh, just made a lot of mistakes, and I was like, you know what, I, if this is what everyone feels like, if this is what being everyone is like, I've tried what everyone in my school is doing, what everyone on my campus is doing, right. I was like, then I'm trying what everyone in high school is doing, and I was like, you know what, if this is what being everyone is like, and having everything you know by the world standards I was like I do not want to be like everyone like I I just hit the point of like I'm so broken I'm so anxious I'm so frustrated I'm so lost like yeah. I just I could not um I was like I like was even like looking at the leaves and I was like why did they turn green why does this like, I just felt like so just confused and so I decided to really start to live my life for the Lord um, and like really follow his word, walk with him, like talk with him and um, started letting him into every avenue of my life. And I wasn't like a perfect where like the next day, like all this sin dropped off me. Like, yes, I was made new in him and yes, he made me a new creation, but there were still um, things that I had done in my sin, the consequences, you know, he had made me new, he had forgiven me. There was no shame and guilt, but things that I needed to personally work through um, to be able to continue, like to continue up with him. Yeah. Um, so, and like to continue just to grow. And so, um, I think that is something if you're someone listening to this and you're like, yeah, I feel a lot like, you know, I've tried everything in the world, I've done all these things. And you're like, but that transition part, like, I'm so, like, it's like, I'm just going to be firstly, it's not going to be like an overnight thing where maybe for some people it is, and that's awesome. But, um, you have been forgiven in that moment and you've been made new and you're a new creation. And then you get to continue to walk and grow with the Lord, you know, and you get to be like, hey, God, like, I like what do like how do I get work through this? How do I work through that? And like it's so awesome you get to do that for the rest of your life. And um, right. now the Lord has like truly healed me from those things that I dealt with in college and high school. Um, and it's just been the coolest thing ever. So there definitely is healing. Um, and one thing that I just always would say like it was like an overnight thing where I woke up and I was like, yes, I don't have the desire to sin anymore. Like it's like well, you still have that desire yeah. that you're like it changes and eventually Lord will I mean I believe uh really does change your desires um, yeah so uh then I started really following in my sophomore year my junior year my senior year um and then ever since and just really continue to just say yes to him and walk with him and um it's been really sweet and it's been the best decision I've ever made I remember people would be like you just seem so like like yourself, you seem so, and I was like, Maya, I was like, I feel so Maya getting to be with the Lord, and um, I one day realized after I had been walking with him for a little bit, I was like, 
singing a song played for freedom and I was like I kept on trying to like I feel so mad I feel so mad and the Lord gave me the word while I was singing that song like free and it's like that's what I feel like I feel yes I feel so Maya but I feel so free to be Maya when I'm with the Lord and walking with him and um so it's just been a really incredible incredible um just journey getting to live with the Lord and if you're anyone who's listening right now and you're like and that happened Pop out teetering stage. Um, one, I'm sorry, and I've been there, and I, I could not encourage you enough to make that step, um, to take that step into, you know, that pool all over the world where you'll never, ever regret it. Yes, um, that's so good. And I love that idea of like free because sometimes I think when people see Christians, it's like, oh, you have to do this, 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 and this. And they're like, yeah. how is it free? Um, but like, we don't follow a God that is like, check these boxes, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. So, um, the Lord does put the desire in our heart to follow him and look more like him. But mm-hmm. when you find, like when you fully pursue Jesus and find Jesus, that's when you're fully free. Yeah. And like the idea of freedom, like I love that. I'm like, yes, it's like such a blessing to live in the United States where we are free to mm-hmm. serve God and just like openly talk about him. But yeah, freedom so of this world doesn't look anything like the freedom we have in Jesus. Yeah. Um, and then you say, yeah, yeah, because like, even in John 10 10, it says, like, I love what you say about like everyone, like, I thought that too. I was like, oh gosh, like, in college, it's like, you know, if I start calling God, my life's gonna look like this and this and this, it's just gonna be, you know, not fun, all the things. But there's John 10 10, it's I have came so that you will have life and life abundantly, you know, like, He has not come to like, like, strip you away of life, He's come to give you life. Um, so that always just really helped me. Yes, that's so good. And then like what's attached to freedom is this like joy. Like that doesn't mean life is going to be easy and perfect. And just like what you said, like you chose to follow Jesus and it wasn't like you woke up and everything was perfect and easy. It's, but it's that this like true joy and freedom comes from the Lord. Um, and like what hope that is. So I love that. And then, um, from like following you and everyone that follows you knows that you're married now. And Mm -hmm. so what did that journey look like from, you know, maybe not being able to find a boyfriend that um, loved yeah. the Lord and loved you well. Um, so what did that journey look like to find now your husband and have that like healthy boundaries, healthy relationship? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is such a great question. I think I, one of my fears, and maybe it's me, let's say it's near like in like a relationship right now where you're just like, man, his heart, you know, isn't after the Lord. And it's just like uh, taking a toll on you. Like it was me. I remember what I used to say. And I still always say is like, I, when I was close to God, I was far from him. And whenever I was close to him, I was far from God. Mm-hmm. And I knew that's not how a relationship would be. And, but part of me was afraid because I had never had a relationship like that before. I was right. like, I never had had a relationship where I could be close to the Lord and close to him. Like I never I was like, is that, does that exist? You know, I come from divorced parents and I had not not seen that. And I was like, you know, I was like, I don't, I've never seen that model in my life. And so a lot of while I was hanging on to that relationship, I feel like was really fear of like, you know, but he's a good guy, you know, like at least like he doesn't take me wrong or whatever. Right. And and he was, he was a he. And so um, I think that once I finally let go and I was like, you know, God, I'm just going to take a leap of faith and I'm going to trust you. Um, after I did that, um, kind of moving into like this season of singleness, I was kind of like, okay, God, I was like, I was like, well, like I did it, like now what kind of happens, you know? And so there's definitely a lot of temptation to like to settle and to 
you know, go back. But I just remember how I was like, I was so unhappy because of, I felt that such friction in my last relationship in the sense of like, I knew that I wasn't like living in God's best for me. And so I really was like, okay, like just continue to pray and ask the Lord, you know, that he would just like help me with my, in my contentment. And um, it was really sweet. He actually um, gave me a dream that just showed me this life um, that is the life that he had intended for me. Yeah. Um, and that like it was basically in this dream I was going through my life um, with this man and I was like I had no idea who the man was no idea and I was this was in a time where I was really really upset and like really struggling with like should I settle should I not and so I had this dream of that and I was praying I was like God just please like help me know if I should settle have I this you know and of course God's like not settle so right this dream and in this dream, I'm going through life, and I'm the happiest in the entire world, and like, everything is golden, everything is pure, is a great way to say it. Like, I was just going through my everyday life, and I'm right. like holding hands. I was like, gosh, this is amazing. And in my dream, I was like, gosh, this is incredible. And in that dream, I heard the Lord say, like, wait for a man that makes you feel like this. You know, that life with him is like this. Like, it's pure, it's golden, it's joy. It's, you know, like, it is the presence of the Lord. And it's like, it's encouraging to hear that, um, as like, in like for me personally, like waiting and like not having a boyfriend and not really pursuing that, but then realizing that like, when it comes, it can be sweet. Like it doesn't have to be this thing. And even like what you said at the very beginning of, if you were close to him, you weren't close to the Lord, but if you're close to the Lord, you weren't close with him. And I think that's even important to realize in friendships too. Like you're close in your circle. If they're pulling you, if you're close to these friends in the season and you're far from the Lord or the opposite, 
And so I think that's like a really good thing to check in all relationships. So like, yes, you need to be with those unbelievers and be light there. Um, But with that close circle or with your boyfriend or with your girlfriend, like it needs to be the sense of, I can be close to the Lord and be close to you at the same time. Um, So that's really encouraging. And then this is a little kind of off of that. Mm-hmm. As you um, and your husband, when you got married, and then you said like you came from divorced um, mm-hmm. home, was yeah. it different to learn like how his family was? Because um, obviously not everything's perfect, and we understand that. And Instagram isn't always real, but yeah. um, like we'll see like pictures of you and his family yeah. um, on Instagram on trips. And is it like been? Has it been cool to learn what that lo- like both look like? Not saying that your home yeah. isn't good, but both. Yeah. Like, is it cool yeah. to see that? It's been so cool. So it's it's really sweet because of his family, no one is divorced. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even think of one family that yeah. is divorced. Like, they all, like, when and it's sweet because it, for him, it really gave him, like, a great, like, I never under, I never, I guess, second guessed, mm-hmm. like, his understanding of marriage because he had always seen it so beautifully, you know? Like, he had always, like, he knew what marriage was because he watched every single person in his life be married and married for, like, their whole lives. And it wasn't like a, it's not like an older saying married. It's like, no, they're in love and they're married, you know? Right. And yeah. So I feel like that has just been so sweet. And I think it's grown me so much in realizing, um, and how I like, and how we like, because now I feel like my family has uh, just grown so much and I'm so close with like my side. And it's just been so sweet to see like the Lord redeem like everything, you know, like even like, like the divorce and all the different things, like how close we could be with like all of our family is just like actually the coolest thing ever. And um, you learn so much from everybody, you know, like um, in your life. And so I think it's definitely been really sweet. And I think it definitely helps like, you know, going into marriage and being like, cause he was one who, he was like really wanting to get married young. Like he always has his whole life. Cause that's what he's like always seen and everything. And um, he was like, and I was like, I always was so sure that his heart was in the right place. Cause I know he had seen it his whole life. So that was like a really uh, sweet thing for me. And then, some people might be like, oh, well, then what do you think you felt like for you? I felt like for me, like, you know, even though my family was divorced, I felt like my parents were, and if, like, maybe your parents uh, are, and you're listening to this, like, don't let that be a discouragement to you. Don't let that feel like it's, like, a curse of your life or anything like that, like a generational curse. Like, you get to break that. And, you know, I think um, something that's been really cool about my parents is they've been so open to me about, like, why they did and like I would even encourage you like you know ask your parents like say why you know did it happen my parents they were like we didn't know what marriage was but we went into it and we and and that was like something that was so good for me to hear because you know what I did I was like okay then I'm gonna learn everything I can about what marriage is and do the premarital counseling and like read books about it and just be really, um, you know, like just learning from that. And like, that's been such a sweet thing for all of us to get to do together. Um, yeah. So definitely think there's um, some beauty in both and the Lord definitely redeems. For sure. Uh, and, and so I love that. And we've just been so blessed with um, our family. We love them all so much. So that's uh, a great question. We always love talking about families. There yes. 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 Um, I do love that part of like the, gen- it's not a generational curse. Yeah. Of, like, you can have beauty and it can be redeemed. Yeah. Um, that's really encouraging to hear yeah. because some of my close people um, have that fear of like, what does yeah. love look like? Um, yeah. But when love is centered around your love for Jesus. Yeah. It can be redeemed and restored. Yeah. Um, and so, something to add to that too, like if yeah. maybe you're listening to your discouraged, you're like, oh, well, 
the guy that I'm dating that I want to marry, you know, he's not, his family's divorced too. Like everyone is like, then yeah. my like encouragement would be to find a couple, a married couple that you could watch, like a married couple whose relationship is like with the Lord and who loves the Lord first, like, and watch them and just ask like, hey, can we come to dinner at Elf House once a month? Like, like talk to them about things. Like having that role model is so important. Um, so maybe like go to your local church or whoever. Yeah. Maybe you're even somebody that came to your mind, you know, ask them like, hey, well, you just say like, can we come to dinner with y'all? Can we ask you some questions? Because uh, we learned a lot from our friends too who were married before us. So that's just a good little piece of advice um, yes. for that. That's so smart. That that really is such a good idea. Um, okay, turning gears a little bit. Um, yeah. What did you think you were going to do, like, as a job with your life? And then what <laughs> do you kind of do now? Great question. Um, I loved science my whole life. I loved yeah. medicine. I was a certified nursing assistant in high school. And then in college, up until my junior year, I was pre-med. So I was, like, uh, understanding medical sciences, uh, pre questions. It's a fun yep. one. Um, and I loved it so much. Um, I still do. Like, I still love medicine. I definitely am so thankful that I did change my major register year because, um, not only because of what I'm doing now, right now, I, I, you don't know, I have my, um, uh, faith-based business and, um, and that a faith-based, like, clothing brand. And then I'm also very watching, um, this is next week, uh, like, basically a, it's called Overflow Living and it's not living out of the overflow of your life of the Lord. And so that's, those are going to be basically my two jobs um, for right now. And I love it so much. And I would say um, I my, I still love this and I still love all science, but I think that the Lord just also, like, sometimes, like, you have it as, like, like because my sophomore year, I started a company. And then my junior year, I decided to switch my major. And yeah. then my senior year, I got engaged. And I think, like, sometimes you have desires in your hearts where you're like, wait, I don't know why I'm changing, but I know that this is the right path for you. Like, I know that I'm not supposed to be medicine. And it's even so cool now because how Chance and I's lifestyle, my husband plays professional baseball, so we move all the time. It's yeah. like, I wouldn't have even been able to, you know, like be right. with him and be a physician. So it's kind of sweet how like the Lord knew that, um, I think, and that's probably why he just changed the desires in my heart. Um, and so anyways, it's been sweet because now I could do what I love, but also travel with him and all that kind of stuff. So I... Uh, it's been like the sweetest experience to get to kind of um, change. And if you're someone right now who you're like, I don't know um, where I want to be or what I want to do. Something that helped me was I just tried a whole bunch of things my freshman year. Like I just like, I entered here, I got this position, I did this, like all these different things. And then I kind of let that be like, yes, it was a little exhausting. Um, but it also coupling that with prayer. And then, but then my sophomore year, whatever I like, I was like, okay, I'm only going to do the things that I love. And like, that's kind of how things just narrowed down. Um, so anyway, definitely have had some fun career path for changes. And um, it's so sweet what happens. It's cool to see, see what happens when the Lord just guides you um, within those. That really is sweet. And I love that, like when the Lord puts something on your heart, he almost strips away the, the desires yeah. that would go against it. So like, yeah. uh, for me, I always wanted to be a kindergarten teacher and it was like, I'm going to teach kindergarten. I'm going to teach kindergarten. Um, but about a year ago, the Lord was like, no, like you're going to go into ministry. And Mm -hmm. he's like stripped away the desire completely to teach kindergarten, which Mm -hmm. not that I don't love that anymore, but I don't have this like burning desire that feels like I'm going to be empty without it. Um, because he's like, I have something bigger and better for you. And so like, that is like sweet. It's like sweet of the Lord. It's like, okay, thank you for doing that. 
Um, but then like also like in your situation of like, he was like, no, but look, this is going to be better. And then now you get to go with your husband in his job. And so like, it just, it really does work out. Um, and like his plan is better than ours. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's where I realized I'm like, you know, science, I love it, but that's a hobby now. Like I'll read books about health, but you know, it doesn't have to be, um, and that's something that's just been like a sweet thing is like, I'm like, oh, now I kind of just get to do this for fun, you know? So maybe you'll be administering and getting to help out if you want to for like, you know, you know, so um, it's just sweet to see how um, things can change. It does, yes. Whenever it comes to the Lord. Right, right. And like it it just shows his plans better. Like yeah. it and even okay. in our situation, like right now it seems like this yeah. is a good idea. But it's like so, so much better. Um, okay. So um what is the Lord teaching you right now or what are you excited about right now? Mm, that is a great question. Oh my gosh. What path do I take? He's always teaching you so many different things, I feel like. Um and I feel like Right now, I think he's teaching me that, like, he is enough and mm-hmm. that he, like, this is, like, you know, I've had a very, um, like, just had a lot of things that he's brought in, like, opportunities that I, like, that I know that he wants me to do, um, but it allowed my schedule to be a little crazy. Right. And when I look at that, I used to be, like, someone who I would just get so stressed and be like, oh, my gosh, I need to sleep this much and that much, and I had to drink this much water. and you know, just kind of like stress out and think that I have to, and I'm obviously taking care of myself, but something that I've really learned is that like the Lord will take care of me. Like, you know, like, like being with him is the most important part through all of it, a crazy schedule or opportunities or whatever it is. And he will take care of me through all of it. Like I, like the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want He leads me in quiet waters. He lets me lie down and do pastures, you know, like, like he will lead me. And I think that's just what I'm learning right now so much is like, you know, maybe you have a crazy schedule of school right now or like tests or exams or whatever it is. Um, and I think that I used to look at all that and be like, oh my gosh, I need to do, do, do. And I, I, I am still going to do it. I am still going to study, you know, and I am still going to prepare. But I have this, this peace because I'm like, the Lord is my shepherd. Like, God, you give me the energy that I need. You know, like, I, like you are a ever powerful, healing, like, incredible incredible infinite god like you could do anything that you set like that you want to and so um just like i think really just surrendering my life to him and as him as my guide and as him as like my shepherd who is going to provide for my needs whether it's like you know energy or just like things coming through or whatever it is um has just been something that's like i've really found a lot of peace in Right. Um, and it's just really things to me that he's really teaching right now. So I would say that Psalm 23, um, that Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And just like that whole thing. And at the very end, it says, like, my cup overflows. And yeah, it's been so sweet um, to just experience that. Like, even in the midst of, you know, all the craziness, the Lord can be your shepherd and guide you and your cup. Literally amidst wildness, amidst a storm. Maybe you have a diagnosis or your family struggles or whatever it is. He can still, he still has the ability to allow your cup to overflow because if it's from him. It's not from anything around you on the earth. So uh, just really learning that um, recently has been really sweet. That is so sweet. And it's really cool that what, like you said, what you're doing next, like as mm-hmm. a business kind of thing. Yeah goes along with what the Lord is teaching you. you I think yeah. you said it's called overflow or something like that. Yeah. It, it really is sweet. Like 
this verse that the Lord has laid on your heart, it, this idea that the Lord is teaching you yeah. also is now letting you use um, in a bigger way to yeah. almost like lead and teach others. Yeah. And you know, what's so wild about that. So my mom, like two Christmases ago, which I feel like a horrible daughter saying this, she gave yeah. me a devotional book and it was about Psalm 23 and I never opened it. Yeah. I've never opened it, never touched it. And then she gave it to me and I was looking through my bookcase that day. I wanted to do a devotional and it was like a, two or three months ago. And I, I opened up the, uh, or it was actually no, it was like a month and a half ago. And I, I look at it and I'm like, oh, Psalm 23, I'm going to go read it. And it was right whenever I, we were planning to open up Overflow, like when we were like really deciding on it. Right. And I, I opened that book, that devotional book, and it and it's that verse. And I'm like, wow. Like, <laughs> I love like just wow. Like, it was just so sweet that, like, two years, yeah. she would have given that to me two years ago. You know, maybe your mom listened to this and you're, <laughs> and you're like, you know, and you're, give, you're giving your daughter or your son gifts. You're like, they've never looked at that. Or maybe your friends who you're trying to get your, um, another friend, you know, to follow the Lord. Like, you never know, like, the Lord's timing. And it just blessed me so much to receive that. So that was a really sweet, um, and that's what, like, that study has really taught me a lot about that Psalm 23. So it's just been such a cool, um, such a cool God thing. Right. That is so sweet. And, mm-hmm. like, God things is keep showing up. And um, yeah. I think we said this at the beginning, but my brother um, heard mm-hmm her speak somewhere and went up to her afterward was like, please, like my little sister really loves you. Um, and like, that was a God thing that, that lined up perfectly. And then the God thing of like how I ended up naming the podcast of like honey in the rock, like kept showing up in weird ways of like, okay, you could say this was an accident or you could say it's the God of the universe doing on purpose. Um, so like, I love, like, I love to do, look for that. And it also like makes God, feel closer because he is yeah. near and he yeah. we know he's near and his word says he's near and we trust that but when we look for those little god weeks or the little things of like the lord and just like acknowledge it it's like yeah. oh you are near and it's like a good visual for us i think um yeah. so, so much yeah and right real quick on that topic I, there's this one i i've made this up it's not an actual thing but when I was um, about to turn six, or when I was about 18, I was about to buy, or I guess it was me, I don't know how it was. And I was yeah. in a car, and I really wanted a Jeep. And yeah. I was looking at every car, because I really, really wanted this Jeep. Like, right. I kept seeing Jeeps everywhere. Like, yeah. I was like, every car I was a Jeep. Like, I was like, what is happening? And, um, you know, I kept on thinking about this, and I called it, like, the Jeep phenomenon. And then I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, it's the same thing when we start to live our life with God. If we really want to live a life with God, we really desire to see him, it's like, you're going to start seeing him everywhere. You know, it's like, you cannot help but see him everywhere because if he is everywhere, you know? And so that's just something that has like helped me. It's like, you know, whenever people are like, I just don't see the Lord right now. It's like, okay, then like, do you, do you, want, do you want to, you know? Like, like it, it might not be like just in your own life. Like, look, for, like it could be in other people's lives. You know, those Jeeps weren't mine. But they were still in my life, and I still saw them, and the, like and their presence was still there. Same thing with the Lord, you know. Like it might not be like like something that you've been praying for specifically, but it might be in somebody else's life, you know, in the opportunity to see Him. So yeah. um, uh, that's just something that whenever you're saying that, I was like, I I think that 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 is so good. Yes, thank you for sharing that. That's so good, and I love like a visual like that. Yeah, like that's like a good like oh, we understand what she's saying there. Like everyone is yes. like, you get a new car and you see that car everywhere. Or like yes. 
hear of a new name and you're like, I've never heard that name. And then you hear everyone has that name. Exactly. Exactly. You're tuned in. You know, sometimes you just got to be tuned into the Lord, you know, decide that. I love that. That is so good. Well, thank you for coming on. Um, Giving some time for us, but I really appreciate it. I'm so encouraged by everything you're doing as like a younger viewer where you're not like far off from me. It gives me like so much hope to see what you're doing. Um, and I know it's encouraging and I can't wait for everyone to listen to this. Oh, I know me too. And I, I'm just, I know that a lot of people are so encouraged by you. And I was encouraged by you today. So thank you so much for having me on. It was a sweet, sweet gift. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye guys.